Hey guys, welcome to another beautiful day here on planet earth. I'm so excited for this episode. I'm going to introduce you to my good friend, Nicole Eisler. I think that's what she goes by these days. She likes to also identify as a unicorn, slightly kidding. Welcome to Glitter and the Shit Show. Tell us from an interdimensional space traveler. Are you ready for an expansion of consciousness, reality, and this crazy place we call Earth? I'm your host, Samantha Parker. Now let's have a mind-bending experience together. But I believe you're a, you're a bit of a unicorn. Am I right? I have a nickname, Unicole. I mean, I didn't name me that. I've had clients nickname me Unicole, so I'm part unicorn. It's true. <laughs> So Nicole Eisler and I go pretty far back in like the business world. So I didn't go to junior high or anything with you, but, or elementary school, but we've been hanging out for a long time. We've traveled to some amazing places together and she is just such a bright light. So I know you guys are going to enjoy today's episode. So first off, Nicole, will you just give me like your quick, like introduction? Like the official intro? No, don't make it so official. <laughs> no. So here's how I roll. I drop positivity like rainbows. It's true because I believe this is my, my motto is the future is positive. I don't see any alternative. It has to be. And so that's really what I help people with is to figure out what's not working in your life so we can free up that space, time and energy for being happy, honoring what you love and enjoy that's good for you, having an amazing time on planet Earth, because I don't know, our time here is so precious. Our, it's not about just getting through the day. It's really about what makes you happy, what makes you feel more fulfilled. And that is my favorite thing. Like I'm getting the, I'm getting the tingles all over is when someone brings something that just feels the, it's just wrong. It's awful. It's not working and helping them really turn that into what serves them. And so that they're free of it. That's, there you go. And I play with unicorns and I play with fairies and yes, it's true. <laughs> okay. It's guys, true. So you guys know on this podcast, we talk about like crazy out there topics. We talk about frequencies, dimensions, all the things. So you guys always know, I say like, if you can wrap your head around a God, <laughs> or angels or any of that stuff, you can wrap your head around there being other things in this universe. So I invited Nicole on to specifically talk about one topic and I'm like dying laughing because to me, it seems no big deal to sit around and talk about aliens, but we're going to talk about fairies guys. Which is to me the same thing. Why wouldn't you talk about fairies? I know exactly. I'm like, if you can wrap your head around, there's these beings in different dimensions. I always tell people, I'm like, do you believe in angels? Do you believe in people who have crossed over to the other side? And they're like, yeah. I'm like, then what's the difference between aliens? So what's Here's the difference between fairies guys? Here's my thing. I can't prove it not true. So who am I to say it's not true? And why not? If it makes you feel good to believe in something, then that is the purpose of it. And to deny yourself that is awful. And fairies would never want you to deny what actually brings you joy. They are not about that at all. They're very much the opposite. So that's, and I have so many fairy stories that they're true. So that's my other thing. Uh, fairies have helped me. When I stop, I'll tell you what, when I stop talking about fairies in a way that they are real. And I do believe in fairies. Say it with me now. I do believe in good things happen in my life. So why shut that down? That's how we found this house. This house has been dubbed the fairy house because we were in the process selling, buying a new house. Nothing was going through. 
Eric finds this house in this place called Aaron, Wisconsin, where I live on Shamrock Lane and uh, never had heard. I didn't even know we had an Aaron, Wisconsin, where I live. But anyway, I get out. And as soon as I get out of my car, I see all these little fairy signs in the garden. And I told him when we find the house we're supposed to move into, there will be such a sign that we cannot miss. We'll know. We'll just know. And I walk in the house and I'm not making this up. It was, it was ceiling to floor shelves, hundreds of fairy figurines. And the other side was, was ceiling to floor, hundreds of unicorn figurines. I instantly started crying. I was like, this is the house. So Wait, so someone that seen lived there. videos of mine, when I do videos, people have seen fairies fly through. I have a little fairy festival thing that I have for clients and they're on video. Yeah. It's crazy. Wait, it's awesome. Hold on though. <laughs> so She's like, back in- that story up. What's up? You walk into this house and I'm assuming like maybe an old lady owns it and it's like floor to ceiling, like collectibles. Yes. Fairies and unicorns. Collectibles. And this is also true. I wish she would have left this, but she didn't. I offered her all the appliances in exchange for this thing that was in the backyard. It was a huge unicorn statue in the backyard. I wanted it so bad, but she took it with her. That's okay. <laughs> this is epic. Yeah, so I walked in. So the realtor knows nothing about my, listen, I grew up with the nickname Tink. Tinkerbell was my nickname, my license plate. I'm Tink. Hey, if you ever see me out driving, I know my, my license plate. But anyway, uh, and so Eric had got there first. I come in and I just did the, the gasp, <gasps> that, <laughs> and tears in my eyes. And Eric turns around, he's like, I know, I know, it's the house. <laughs> That's all he said. And the realtor is like, what's going on? What? And uh, yeah, so she learned the fairy love after that. And actually she gave us each a keychain and mine was Tinkerbell, so... This realtor was probably like, oh my God, these guys are going to lose their mind when they walk in. And here you are like, oh my God, it's so flat. And I'm just fairies and unicorns. You couldn't speak louder to my soul. I mean, there's nothing that can speak louder than that. So, okay. That's hilarious. But also that's how the signs are. I'm always like, I'd like a signing or sign. And then they're like, here you go. Right. There was no denying that. Yeah. I couldn't miss that. That's epic. Okay. So tell me your favorite fairy story or like a fairy encounter. Do you have one? Well, I'd have to say that was probably the, one of the best, one of my favorites. The other ones are, it's usually like, I'm thinking about something, I'm contemplating something, I'm finding an answer and we forget sometimes to ask for help. Uh, The fairies are always there to, and they can help us in all different areas, right? Healing and business and financial and, but And it'll be a moment where I'm just really deep in my thoughts and I'm contemplating something and I'll go out even in my yard and there's, there's the little toadstools growing in my grass and I'll, and it's a weird little, it's not like I see it from afar, but I'm sitting in the grass and I just need to get outside and meditate, find this answer. And then I'll open my eyes and I swear to God, it's like they weren't there before, but then it's there. And it's just always this, I ask them for help. I'll leave little, I had a fairy party in my yard once and everybody brought crystals forever for the fairies and they left them in the garden and we had an amazing time. It's when I speak with and talk with, or I'm doing readings for clients with fairies that other magical things happen. It, it just, 
it opens everything up to feel, I guess in my mind, I figure too, like, why wouldn't we want life to feel more magical? Why would we just say, oh, that's like, that sounds like a Disney movie or something, right? Well, yeah, that's my life. (laughs) It's always when I feel stuck or something isn't working, I just ask the fairies for help and some magic happens. And it's not always directly in my life. It might be my son's, a friend of mine. Things just start to open up and like, I'd say they like blossom. That's, but the house one was probably, that was a pretty, that was a doozy. That was a big one. That was a good one. I really liked it. I really wanted everything she had. I'm not going to make, I I did. (laughs) And she even said, well, it is the perfect house to have fairies. And so it made sense that we moved here. So, so will you ever move or are you just like, no, it's interesting on that note, as I'm saying that, uh, it's kind of like we live in the enchanted forest. There's so many trees. So we are considering moving in, uh, in the spring because of the trees and I have an online business. It really one, it's very dark in our house, which is opposite of what you would think of a fairy house. It's so magical here. And yet, yes, we might move, but they'll help us find the next one. It's okay. Yeah, they'll just come with you. They're like, oh, we like her. I. Yeah. It's also it's interesting when I see people who have fairy energy out in the world or look like a fairy. Yeah, what would you say is fairy energy? Oh, it's almost like. It's almost like they have little bells ringing around them. They just, when they, when someone has fairy energy and they walk in the room, they're just so delightful and a little, they got a little spunk to them. They're a little sassy, but they're like delightful and they can pull it off. I see, I mean, there's a a lot of, well, it's not always children. Children tend to have a lot of fairy energy around them because they don't forget. They don't say, oh, well, that's not real or so they're very open, but the fairies are everywhere for us. They'll come in and help your garden grow. They'll help your money grow. They'll help you heal. There's just so many fun things that they can assist with, but yeah, it's more of that kind of light. They just have some sort of magic about them that it's like they light up the room. Okay. So this is something I learned from you a, a while ago. And I was like, how do I attract fairies, Nicole? Like, what are you talking about? Probably like five years ago. Right. Mm-hmm. And you were telling me just to like leave little rolled up pieces of tinfoil all over. So I like put little tiny balls of tinfoil all over my house just to see what would happen. <laughs> now, if you have a cat, this is interesting. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, no, it's true. You can leave. They love shiny things. They love trinkets. They love crystals. The just even just being open. First of all, you have to be open because fairies are pretty selective. They're, they are the easiest to access too, because they're right here within our physical world in our earth realm, right? So they're right with us and they have actually, they're pretty close to, that's why they can help you very easily with some of these things, but they do, they love the shiny things, but what they really love more than anything, you're by you doing something like that is showing that you're open and that you want to believe. And that's really the first stage to, you know, at first it seemed like, okay, <laughs> putting tinfoil all over my house. This is crazy, but they're not crazy. You can't prove they're not real. So why not be open to it? Right. So yeah. So you can do those things. Just 
talking to them, inviting them, letting them know that you're aware that they are there. Who doesn't want to be acknowledged that they're present? If, if you're with a friend and they don't pay any attention to you, you probably wouldn't hang out with that person very long. Fairies won't roll with people who don't acknowledge. So they do have a little attitude too. They're not just all sweet and fluffy. <laughs> they will <laughs> roll on. <laughs> I do have a theory where anything that's like a movie, right? Even the dark, horrible, ridiculous shit to like the lightest fairy fairy tale, right? And the, these concepts came from somewhere and everyone's always like, oh, it's imagination. And I'm like, no, it's mm-hmm. not. Like those are collective consciousnesses floating around or they're stored memories from our soul, direct downloads, whatever. And it's like, if it exists, it like exists in the other realms as well. Correct. And also if you go in different parts of the world, it's go to the fairy gardens over in Ireland. It's very like fairies are the deal. There's unicorn day. There's, and also, have you noticed that a lot of these, they're more present in shows more than ever before in movies, more than ever before shows like fate on Netflix. Oh my God. It's so amazing. And there's a fairy and there's an empath and just all of these. It's so fun to see what we know is real for us to see on a screen in a show to see a character. So yeah, you can say imagination, but I try to also, when I'm working with my clients and their gifts and things, there's a difference between thinking energy. So thinking up a story and using your imagination that way and um, channeling something intuitive and pulling from other realms that just comes through you. You're not thinking, like if I say, think of a red apple or tell me a story about a girl in the woods, you have to think about that. When you're just these concepts, ideas, these visions, because people say, well, how do you know if you see one? What does that look like, right? And you see it in your mind's eye. I didn't make that up. I'm not sitting there thinking, I'm going to make up a fairy in my head right now. But when you see one, that's, I didn't make that up. That came from, right? So this is the connection piece. And it is a lot of allowing yourself to believe it is what it is. That's what I always tell people. If it feels like a sign, it is. If it feels like a fairy, it is. (laughs) Why would it be anything else? But our ego mind wants to no, that can't be real. It doesn't want you to be disappointed or people think I'm crazy if I talk like fairies exist. And <laughs> what? They, they make my life happy. Why wouldn't I talk about them? And it's funny if I talk to children about fairies, they don't ever question me on whether they're real or not. It's so enjoyable. They're like, yeah, they're oh. just like it is what it is, right? Mm-hmm. So and I think we have, we have enough to question in today's day and age. Let's allow <laughs> magic to exist, okay? I think if we just let ourselves play a little more, it can offset some of that other stuff. And yeah. Oh, so what are kind of some of your tips then, like just kind of jumping into that and playing off of the doom and gloom? And I like right when I started this podcast, I was like, let's just get this out of this way. Like you'll fall down a conspiracy rabbit hole. You'll realize everything is bullshit inside of that hole, but the world is also, (laughs) but then how do you go out into the world and not get swept away in the bullshit? Right. Part of it is you have to create your own narrative. There's a lot of narratives out there right now. And some of them are very self-serving and they're not for humanity. They're not the ones that I really can 
align with are narratives that that really uplift, right, and benefit. But you have to be careful about what you're calibrating to as well. So it's been easy. It's been easy to find a lot of things in the last two years. It's been crazy chaos to get upset about or feel, oh my God, what's happening? And you just want to really catch yourself in that and notice. I always say, notice what you notice. My clients, they learn that. Like, don't just notice that you're upset. Yeah, notice that you notice you're upset, and then I don't want to calibrate to that. You're you're always going when you're at peace, or you're finding. Because even your ego can say to you, am I not caring enough? Am I, am I being, am I putting my head in the sand because I'm being positive today when there's so much negativity in the world? No, you're absolutely not. If we all just dump into the black hole and become all negative, we're done. So instead, it's really about telling yourself what you need to hear, creating a narrative that feels good for you. If we're in a positive state, you're healthier you have a better immune system, you have a better approach, you're going to process and filter information more easily instead of it all getting stuck in your head. Uh, It's just really, I have to say, you just have to choose. Happiness isn't something that we are given, right? So you have to make that commitment and you have to give it to yourself. And I think we'll create, I don't think, I know, we're going to create more positive solutions The shit that's happening in the world is just the shit that's happening. We can define it to mean anything we want. It doesn't mean that that is the, like, that's it, right? It doesn't mean that's our world. I'm telling you that what we're being, like, people listening to your podcast, well, they're getting a whole different view of things. So this is awesome. This is what we need more of. The things that we're getting bombarded with and saturated with is only one version, it's, it's not that it didn't exist before, but, you know, big tech, we're getting bombarded with lots of information all the time. So, yeah, it's, I just had a session with a client today. We talked about our different energy levels and making sure you're, do you have your mental fitness plan? Do you have your physical fitness plan? Do you have your spiritual? Are you playing with the fairies? Are you, if it's unicorns, if it's aliens, if it's what makes your life feel more magical? Make sure that you are adding as much of that as you're drinking your water or you're eating your greens or whatever. But that's, that's the thing is creating a narrative that makes you actually feel like you want to be here because we're still here. We're still here. So there must be more magic to create, right? That's the way I, I mean, that's what we're here to do. Absolutely. So what you just said there, we said your mental physical plan or your mental health plan. what did you say? Say it again. Mental, mental fitness plan. Fitness. That's the word you said. Cause this is even something where I have to like catch myself a lot. Like I can make a physical plan. Like, yeah, like we're going to do these workouts. We're going to eat right, right. food, you know, but sometimes I get kind of stuck on creating a spiritual plan or creating even a mental plan, mental plan. <laughs> Maybe the plan for men- the mental plan is just to be a little mental. <laughs> <laughs> and these are things that I have to constantly remind myself to like fuel those. So I feel like I've mastered one area, but like, could you give some tips or some advice on like kind of mastering like a spiritual plan or a mental health plan? Oh man, lately. And, and I think the plan is learning to be really on the fly about it. And, and yeah, well, I mean, I'm not saying I love assessing and I love sitting down and I love connecting like the spiritual with strategy, right? So it feels fun and flexible, but it's, 
If you just do this one thing throughout all throughout your day, if you just notice where you're carrying resistance and you change your concept or you shift how you're looking at it or what we have, this is an amazing power that our, that we have is to choose what we focus on. So I even catch myself, holy crap, I carry so much resistance about things like pressure, need to make, it needs to be this way. How is this going to get done? Uh, we just start to create all of this pressure inside. If you just notice where you're doing that and pause for a second and just, because if you really ask yourselves, what happens if I don't do that? Why, what happens if I focus on it this way? As soon as you feel your energy free up, that's freedom. That's it. That's all we have to do is if we eliminate the resistance that we're carrying, whether it's resistance to do something, not do something, the pressure, that's what I'm talking about, that tight ugh, kind of energy. If you just start to notice that throughout your day and don't just say, oh yeah, it's because I have a really busy week. I, I really start to put things in perspective of not my day or my week, but my time on the planet. I don't know how much I have. I don't know. So why are we doing what we're doing? Is it meaningful enough? Does it, does it light you up? And that's such a, maybe it's been overused that phrase, you know, does it light you up? But does it make you feel light? If it's light, it's right. That's it. So I just started to, why am I? And I ask these questions. I'm always having this, this dialogue with myself. Why are you doing it like that? Where did you get that from? How does it feel for you? Do you like it or not? Those questions lead me to, why am I doing it like that? <laughs> that doesn't feel good. Be present with yourself. And, and whatever the world is saying, that doesn't have to be yours. We don't have to calibrate to it. And you don't, I'm going to tell you this right now. We've been taught that you're supposed to be upset about things to show that you care. That's not true. Why? Why do you have to be upset to care? Can you take a better approach if you feel light and positive? I get way better insights when I feel light and positive than when I'm upset. So don't buy into all the stuff that's fueling those fires and gaslighting everyone to be upset all the time. It's if you play, if you add more magic to your life, if you focus on what feels good, if you eliminate resistance and what is not working for you, stop tolerating that stuff because it's not worth it. You will have a whole different life and people want to know, what are you doing? <laughs> How are you staying so buoyant and so vibrant and resilient when, you know, it's because, well, because I literally live in my own little world. That's what I create. I I was listening to you and you're like, if it's lighter, it's right. And sometimes you just have to get through things. And I was thinking about shit where I'm like, well, sometimes you just have to do things that aren't fun because that's mm -hmm. part of life. And I was like, that's really not true though. Because even like, do you remember when we went to New York? I'm sure you remember when we went to New York. I was but... literally just talking about this trip with my friend at lunch. <laughs> that was such a good trip. That was, should we toot our own horns? That's when we were on that show. What was it? Old TV. Bold TV. Yeah. And then I did that segment for Badassery Magazine and we had that feature on Now This which is pretty cool, but I, was, I, just, I know it was way cool. People say, did you like New York? And I said, the experience that I had in New York, it had everything to do with the people I was with. Yeah. It was such a rad experience. But I remember going on that trip and I had just found out that I owed like a lot of taxes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And 
I was like, instead of being upset about it, I just decided to take like a totally different approach where I was like, oh my God, I didn't know. That was the first year where I had like made a significant amount of money that I had to pay taxes. And I was like, I didn't know that I was going to do that. And then I was like, oh my God, I did that. Right. So right. I wasn't the mindset of fuck the government or this is horrible. It was, oh my God, like I actually profited. <laughs> right. Well, I don't want to have to pay all that money in tax. Well, it's one way or the other. You don't have to pay money in taxes. Just don't make any money. <laughs> Just, so why is it a bad thing, right? It was like, yeah. oh, gets to be celebrated. Look at that. <laughs> right. And it's just kind of freaking awesome. So it's whatever perspective you want to have with it. And sometimes I think too, we have this right or wrong thing going on and there really isn't a right or a wrong. Sometimes you just go through something a little differently, but you can always have a choice to go through it differently too. So it's whatever you feel like you need in that moment. Cause yes, we get maybe fueled with a little too much toxic positivity <laughs> where well, sometimes. And that's that, that is not ever my, my approach is also to honor. Like I had a client once said, can I just say that I mean, is it okay to say that life sucks? Does that make me a negative person? No, it makes you real. This isn't fake positivity. Like I'm ignoring all the things in my life that need changing, or this is really just, like I said, just like, just own it. Like you chose it. Yeah. All right. So here it is. It's not what I want. I always look at how do we improve things? Not that they're bad or they're good and bad is uh, not everything's defined good or bad. That's a story. Yeah, It's either impacting your life positively, which means things are improving, you feel better, you feel like, or it's impacting negatively. So that's how we need to approach it. And anything negative, listen, we live in a universe of opposites. There's day, there's night, there's black, there's white, there's up, there's down. So if you have a negative, it's actually a positive just waiting for you to transform it, just waiting for you to transmute it into what is going to work for you. So I love always asking myself, all right, I don't like this. By the way, you're never going to like everything in life. We just need to get over that. Not everything's going to be fun and you're not going to like everything. But if you ask yourself, but why is this perfect for me? Just because you don't like it, it can still be perfect for you. What is it meant to awaken, right? What are you meant to learn? What is it activating? I mean, if I look at my childhood, there's nothing about it that I would say was yay, except my unicorns and fairies that I played in the woods. Other than that, it's it's pretty rough going, but that's not a trauma share. That's to say, and that's what makes me so purposeful and so determined to commit to happiness every day. Oh, I love it. I think we could totally wrap up on that note, Nicole. I just freaking love you. And I can't wait to see you on our next vacation in sunny Southern Utah coming up soon. So that'll be fun. But where do people connect with you online? Because I know Instagram is not your jam. No, (laughs) I fully admit it. No, not. I mean, you can follow me there, but you won't find me there. I only follow Samantha there. (laughs) Uh, Actually, probably just my website is the best thing. Go to there. You're going to find it's NicoleEisler.com. And you'll find everything. It's all a party. Everything's a unicorn party at NicoleEisler.com. You'll see. Awesome. Well, thank you and enjoy glitter and the shit show you guys. We'll see you next time.